0: Do you like skin? gals it is the boys the fear brothers back from the fear frequency to talk a little halloween four and five we actually skipped halloween three because it's such a horrible movie has nothing at all to do with michael myers but enough enough for me jb how you doing i'm doing pretty good i'm
1: doing pretty good how are you doing
0: i'm alive that's all i can say right now i'm 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 breathing i guess that counts for something right
1: I guess at this point in 2018, that's really all you can ask for. <laughs> I'm
0: doing a lot better than uh, Michael Myers uh, for sure. But so speaking of, so just to start this movie off, it was clear, at least to me in Halloween too, that um, Dr. Loomis and Michael Myers both passed away. They were burnt to, burnt to death. How the hell did we get this movie, JB?
1: Well. I mean, it's simple. It's the movie, so anything on television, basically, you have the tagline. We'll do whatever the fuck we want, and and basically, that's that's what they did here. Um, just to kind of set the table a little bit of what happened. Uh, we saw Halloween two, and like we talked about in the last episode, they were supposed to end off the Michael Myers story with the end of Halloween two. II. Halloween three. Uh, for those who didn't see, was really shitty. It was uh, it was a story based upon like witchcraft and things like that. It had nothing to do with Michael Myers, as you stated. They realized the movie bombed, so they wanted to bring back uh, Michael Myers. So what happened was Canon uh, Films, who actually made Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, reached out to John Carpenter and uh, they asked him to, to you know, write a story and uh, him and, and for Deborah Hill to produce it. And the concept John Carpenter came up with was basically kind of set in Haddonfield, but No one talks about Halloween. Uh, You know, there's no Halloween costumes. It's just like the town tries to forget Halloween even exists to kind of keep Michael Myers out of everyone's head. But obviously he comes back and, you know, he does his killing spree and everything like that. But uh, Mustafa Akkad, who's one of the producers, didn't like that idea. He thought it was too, uh, quote unquote, cerebral and there's too much thinking behind it. He just wanted to go back to the original, back to the basics and do – you know, a regular slasher film. Him and, him and Carpenter had uh, falling out, and Carpenter and Deborah Hill actually ended up selling their interest to a guy who became the sole owner. And uh, he hit up a writer, uh, Alan McElroy, and Alan McElroy basically wrote this film in under 11 days. That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I do have to ask you though, it, let's just say this whole thing when it went down with Carpenter – and they would have accepted it. Do you think this would have been a better movie with that concept? How do you feel about that concept?
0: I do. I think that. I think that cerebral, cerebral. Did I say that right? Nonetheless, uh, movies <laughs> always go off better because it leaves it. It leaves like that gray space where people, um, it, where they talk about it more. Like when they leave the movie theater, they'll talk about it. They'll discuss it. Um. I'll say what you think about it. Like straightforward slasher films can be equally entertaining, but there's something more about psychological movies where it really forces you to think. And I think that that, I think it would have went over great. I think it maybe not initially. I think it maybe would have been one of those movies to where people appreciated it more maybe a couple years down the road. But I definitely think it would have went over.
1: Yeah. Like you said, I think it'd create more talking points, and that's always a good thing. Um, and plus, we we might have. I mean, we everyone knows Freddy versus Jason. Um, you know they they've made movies. We might have had uh, you know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Tommy uh, versus Michael Myers. That's something that we might have had had the two collaborated. Uh, you know, Cannon Phillips and Carpenter. Unfortunately, we never got it. Will we get it in the future? Perhaps. But just to give an idea, because it's well known that Halloween three was pretty horrible. Halloween four was was not uh, amazing by any stretch of the imagination. And I just want to compare the box office, the numbers. Halloween three the budget was two and a half million and they grossed uh, excuse me they made 14.4 million so they grossed uh, almost 12 million Halloween 4 the budget was five million and they made about 17 point7 million the difference between the two movies is about eight nine hundred thousand dollars which is very minimal so I think these both of these movies actually equally suck what do you think
0: no I, I three is just a piece of shit this this is is it sucks also but it's it's a more entertaining piece of shit so <laughs>
1: um
0: like that whole one had like kids heads turning into pumpkins and like no nah, I, I i can't say that they're they're on the same level i i think that this one maybe it's just michael myers maybe him alone makes it boosted it up a little bit to me but yeah i can't i can't say that jba I, I usually agree with you but
1: i can't agree with you there no, I think actually you, you said it perfect. It, it's a better piece of shit. So I think that was 100 percent the the best uh, statement used there. Now we get Michael Myers back in in this movie, but there is no Laurie. Do you think the movie takes a hit because of that? or is it better that we have a new a new protagonist and 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 we're shying away from her and we, now we have a new a new arc a new storyline? I think
0: it's better that it has a new arc. I just, I think that that would have been a better hook, um, than to keep going back with the same thing. I think that's one of the things, much as I love the Scream series, I think that's one of the things that kind of ruined that is that it kept having to be Sydney every time. So I think that, I think that making Haddonfield the place where Michael Myers terrorizes someone, I think that that could have went over well. I just think that they didn't pick a good enough counterpoint um in 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 the kid i just think that that wasn't the right person to focus the story around um but i think could have been effective without lord yeah
1: yeah yeah again i agree with you i know we're, we're kind of agreeing on, on some of this stuff but yeah i agree with you now one more thing to note before we actually go into the movie the real the original opening was supposed to have you know I, when you talked about this you know earlier well how come Loomis and how can Michael Myers survive this they were actually going to explain that in a scene where we saw like Michael leaving um, the the, the burning room and we saw Loomis was kind of like thrown from room thus saving him they ended up taking this out because for whatever reason they didn't want a connection between Halloween 2 and and this Halloween which is stupid because there's a million other connections throughout the movie but that that's neither here nor there but do you think it would have been better having that original opening i mean they did have the the guy that we saw the the, the security guard that kind of gave a little synopsis of what happened in the earlier movies but do you think it would have been better to see a visual
0: it's always better to show than tell that's 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 my baseline i think even if it would have been like a quick montage maybe like a minute and a half 45 seconds it would have been better to see something to explain it um cuz when you're doing an exposition i think something gets missed sometimes and then also the actor that did explain i think he was just a terrible actor and corny shit so um (laughs) i think it would have been better to to actually show it
1: yeah i I can't remember off the top of my head but that dude is actually in a lot of movies he's only like small parts but he has like that weird vibe to him in all the other movies he does but i can't remember anything off the top of my head that he's in yeah one
0: of those character actors that pops up in everything Mm mm-hmm all right. So, I mean, I really don't even want to like break down the plot of this movie. I mean, it's a straightforward slasher film. We do pick up, um, the story with Jamie Lloyd, who is Laurie Strode's, um, daughter, which <sighs> I have some issues with. Okay. Get, so first off, if you, I think would have been more effective if you wanted to use Laurie's daughter to cast someone who is maybe more of a teenager. Um, and maybe then they could have, They could have already had an innate fear of Michael Myers because of the stories their mother told. But when you have a child, I think that we talked about this before. You have this innate thing that um, the child is going to be okay. Now, Michael Myers did kill a kid or well, He was a kid killing people. So that could change. Uh, I, I guess you don't feel safe in that. And they did go a different direction with it towards the end of the movie. But I just feel like it. Kids don't have, usually, especially back then, I think kid actors now are more well-trained, but back then, usually didn't have the depth I feel like you need, and I get it. Some people will hear that and say, well, she was a scream queen, like, how much depth do you need? But I just feel like there was something missing having a kid, and all her reactions are literally, she makes the same face throughout the whole movie every time something crazy happens.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, This was Daniel Harris's uh, debut, actually. It was her first film. She did go on to do, like, a a bunch of other horror movies, but... Yeah, I mean, what I would have liked to see if maybe they would have shown actually the body of a couple of kids, so you already know, like you know what, there's a chance this this little girl is in danger. Most of the times back in those days, yeah, you might go after the kid, but not at the end of the day, you know, nothing's gonna happen to the kid. But now you show a couple of dead bodies. Okay, now there's a, there's a possible chance she's in danger, um, and something may actually happen. Um, I didn't also just to rewind a little bit. The way this movie started, I didn't. I felt it was different from Halloween one and two how we wanted to there was kind of a mood set early i didn't feel that mood here i just just kind of felt kind of rushed and um also how the hell is michael myers in a in a coma i understand he was in the fire but so so with this fire it caused michael myers to have a coma and it caused dr loomis to have a limp how how the hell is that possible
0: (sighs) movie magic that's all i can say (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: that's really all i can say um what i will say though is that One of my favorite parts of this movie is the scene in the, um, is it the auto repair shop? Is that what it was? Yeah. The mechanic. Yeah. The mechanic shop where, uh, Loomis first sees Michael Myers. Like I, I, for something, I think if it's not the tone or like maybe just seeing them two face to face again, how Dr. Loomis is just like, look, I'm shooting this bastard, like fuck reasoning with them at this point. I'm trying to, I'm trying to kill this motherfucker. I enjoy that scene probably the most out of any single scene in this movie, um, I won't say that it's the best because I I don't really know if I can categorize any scene as the best in such a mediocre movie. But I I don't know. I just enjoy that scene. What do you think about that one?
1: So I actually thought about this scene a lot. And let me let me explain why. Do you think Michael Myers was actually there or was Dr. Loomis just seeing him like a hallucination or was he actually there? Well, it was confirmed he was
0: there, like, at the end, right? Because Michael Myers drove off with the car, with Dr. Loomis's car.
1: Oh, you're right, because he was in the, tru- the truck. You're not, I think yeah. he was in the truck. Okay, so that, that leads me to, to say this then. In this scene, and also I want to say it was the original Halloween when Laurie was looking outside and, and Michael Myers was standing by the clothesline. And also this scene where Dr. Loomis is looking directly at Michael Myers. How the hell... I understand in horror movies sometimes you'll see you'll see uh, the villain and you ca- the character looks away and then the villain's not there anymore. But how are you? How is the character looking directly at the villain, and while looking at him, it just disappears. That do you understand where I'm coming from? Well,
0: with the with the Loom scene, what, is there um,
1: transportation? <laughs>
0: that, you know what I think that does become a thing later on in this in this series, which I don't even want to talk about. Um, but I think that um with loom scene in the in the mechanic shop, I think that he shot at him and he kind of closed his eyes while he was shooting, and then he opened his eyes and he was gone maybe maybe that's just my brain trying to reconcile how he disappeared while he was looking at him, so maybe that's just my brain filling in those gaps for me, but yeah, that definitely happens over the course of this movie so.
1: Yeah, you could be right. I guess that's a way to, to to fix that issue. You know, he closed his eyes and then he was gone. He blinked, or he closed his eyes while he shooting. He was gone. Now, um, one more thing before that scene, um, I, I just have to mention this: that first kill that Michael Myers does inside the ambulance. What, what did you think about that? The, the the thumb to the forehead. Like how the how powerful is his thumb to actually go through the guy's freaking forehead?
0: Well, we will learn later on in the series that Michael Myers is um. Never mind. I don't want to even spoil that because I have such a rant when we get to that part of the series. Um, but yeah, I mean, you likes hey, he likes penetration. He talk about a thumb up the ass. Just imagine what that would do.
1: <laughs> Moving forward.
0: <laughs> so, um, as this the story progresses and we see the sheriff whose daughter's totally finna get banged out, and um,
1: <laughs> he just. <laughs> he, <laughs> You called it you called it last episode the 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 freaking cop daughters and the police daughters, they're like the biggest whores in town
0: <laughs> and he just comes in there and he's just like
1: hey kid
0: <laughs> 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 oh man uh, i'm just looking at that and I'm just like come on now like that you have to Form some better acting than that. Like your daughter was totally finna get banged out. You just like walked in the house is like, Don't touch my daughter, but yet your daughter has on no pants and a t-shirt. Ex-
1: exactly. And didn't the t-shirt uh,
0: say like cops are good or something like that? Like it said something it was like It a said something
1: cop. about cops. Yeah, I forgot what it was. <laughs> it was something about cops, but I don't remember what it was. But some of the female characters are, are kind of crazy. Uh Lori's not Lori, but uh Jamie's stepsister or foster sister, Rachel, the lead the lead female in this She's a little bit of a bitch in the beginning of the movie. I remember like Laurie – excuse me. uh, Jamie was sitting there and so like terrified and she's asking Rachel like, oh, you know, we're sisters. And this bitch has enough to say, well, we're not really sisters. Like what the fuck? This girl just lost her mom like less than a year ago and, and this is how you're coming at her? Not only that. Uh, these people are le- her parents. Are the day of Halloween? They're leaving. They have to go to some party. Rachel wants to go and bang Brady, and they—no one gives a shit about this child. Again, this child lost her her mother and father less than a year ago uh, on a night that that I'm sure she's traumatized by a Halloween night. Yet everyone's doing their own thing, and no one gives a shit about the child.
0: White people, bro. White people.
1: <laughs> but aren't you half white?
0: Yes. Keyword so, on the half. I do half, (laughs) halfway fucked up shit all the time, but it's not completely fucked up.
1: Gotcha. So when you do, when you do fucked up shit is the white half. When you do good shit is the black half.
0: No, no, no. I wouldn't even say that. It's, it, it, it's levels to it. So like when I do mildly fucked up shit, it's the white half. When I do the utmost fucked up shit, it's just because I'm a fucked up ass person. When I do, when I do good shit, it's just because I'm a good person. When I do ghetto shit, that's the
1: black side of me. So do you stand or do you kneel or do you kind of like in the middle kind of squat? Oh, I stand.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, as this movie progresses, um, I mean, as you can imagine, Michael Myers makes his way through the sheriff, the sheriff's daughter, her boyfriend, Brady, who was banging her out. Um, Dr. Loomis is largely just I feel like. I feel like this movie is just a bunch of reaction shots of Dr. Loomis and Jamie reacting to shit Michael Myers does. Like, it's so many of, the, of those old shit, oh my God, faces made in this that it's just like, look, somebody do something.
1: Literally almost 90% of Dr. Loomis's shots were basically what you just said, reactionary shots, where it was surprised scared anger and you know that that was pretty much his role in this movie um yeah i mean and jamie for the most part same thing uh you know a lot of you know her being scared and stuff like that but i want to ask you a question obviously i'm sure when you were younger you you went trick-or-treating a lot did you ever go trick-or-treating and open a door and there was a half naked big boobed blonde chick opening the door I can't say that I had that pleasure before. No, I cannot. What was she thinking? It's Halloween night. Kids are trick or treating, and she's she's half naked, and she's the freaking sheriff's daughter. People don't care. People no, just she, don't care. She didn't care. She didn't care. She she's she's gonna whore out, and and no one's gonna stop her.
0: <laughs> Amen, Brady. At least he went. Well, no, this sucks because he went out with the case of blue balls at that. Like,
1: yeah. See, now if it was Michael Myers as we talked about in episode one michael myers would have let actually let him finish then fucking kill them but the dad was not having that the dad was like <laughs> no no now now my no, no you ain't you ain't busted no nuts in my house
0: so the ending of this movie man um i i don't know what to say i have no
1: i have no words so i mean actually to be honest with you i like the ending of this movie i, I like we were talking about uh we were talking about Doctor Loomis's reactionaries, and I actually liked the reaction uh, when when we saw Laurie come out. Excuse me, no, I keep saying Laurie when we saw Jamie come out, and she had the scissors in her hand, and it was like blood, and she's wearing the clown mask, and and you get a you know you get a like crazy yell from Doctor Loomis. No, no, no! I actually kind of liked that. I thought for me that was like the best scene. Of the movie, if, if there is a best scene in this movie, I thought that was the best scene. I just, it kind of gave me chills watching, the, like, he's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, now she's evil. And, and he, like, raised his gun to go shoot her. And, and the, uh, the sheriff came and stopped him. And then, and then, of course, like, you, you see the father come in and he has, like, this dumbfounded look, like, what? So, I actually like that scene though. I like, I'm, mainly because of what Jamie was doing. She just looked like a, this evil child, and also Doctor Loom is just him yelling, and just he, he, that was a nice piece of acting from him.
0: I can I can agree with the reaction there. It's it's more so I guess my issue with it is the uh, I feel like they overly tried to play off the beginning of Halloween, and I feel like you know I guess I, maybe because I feel like they didn't plan well to pick up this thread in the next movie, which we'll talk about here in a second. But like I just. I don't know. I, I guess because I see four and five is kind of one cohesive story or that they, they, so they tried, they attempted to do and it didn't at all. They wanted to do what they did with Halloween one and two, one and I two. Think. Right. And I don't think it was as cohesive.
1: No, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was either. Um, yeah. I mean, we're going to get into five in a couple minutes, but yeah, I don't think I don't you're, you're absolutely right. I don't think it was. And I, I just think Halloween one and two was just a better product than four or five. If we're looking at both movies combined one and two versus four and five, one and two, definitely, uh, were were better movies in my opinion. Now, um, just just some other other quick things that um I just wanted to bring up later on in in the movie. Michael Myers is rummaging through. She, she, he's in the house and he's rummaging through pictures. And I don't know if you noticed, there was a picture of Michael Myers himself as a kid wearing the clown outfit. This would have been the night that he killed his sister. So someone actually thought it was a good idea to not only take a picture of him, get it developed, and somehow give it to michael's niece white people bro that's literally gonna be the answer for everything
0: (laughs) in this movie in haddonfield or indiana is that where it is yes
1: no it's it's in um it's illinois bro it's it's illinois yeah Yeah. so it's just it's like when you drive into haddonfield it says haddonfield illinois and then it has the population and underneath that it says white people bro wow
0: well um let's go ahead and get ready to end this one because I really really have a lot to say on the next one what was your white girl moment for this movie
1: my work white girl moment hands down has to be Brady he first of all he has a double uh, a double barrel shotgun if the thing only has two bullets he takes both bullets to the door he has no more bullets left he tries to shoot michael obviously there's no more bullets left that that's not a problem i understand you're you're, you're in the midst of things you're not thinking he, Michael myers is walking so slow at a snail's pace. He had more than enough time to run away, reload the gun, and shoot him, yet he decides to just stand there, allow Michael to come to him and kill him. Why not just run away, reload your gun, and shoot the guy? Stupid white girl moment. That was –
0: I have the exact same one the exact same one that watching this that was immediately when I saw it I wrote it down like this is it like I don't care what else happens in this movie this is it this has to be that moment because it was just so idiotic like and Michael he had enough time to make a sandwich run up the steps come back make another sandwich then go back and leave the house before Michael Myers made it to him but yet somehow he didn't do any of it and bang Kelly exactly
1: (laughs) I didn't do any of that (laughs) What what about what about the best kill? We didn't talk about the best kill. Um hmm That's a good one. What's yours? My best kill and it's interesting because this kill was not originally part of it um once they did the movie they they realized that it wasn't enough blood and gore so they reshot they, they reshot two scenes one scene was the the thumb to the forehead that we talked about earlier and then which is my best kill it's earl he's like the leader we didn't really talk about that hillbilly drunken m- m- mob we did not really talk about that much but earl was their leader and when he was driving michael myers just kind of put his hand through the window and basically just ripped his neck apart and it was just a lot of blood and it was just it was just a cool visual um so yeah that was that was definitely my best kill
0: i think the um the high voltage kill would be mine just because of how it sets up the rest of the movie being in dark in the town um not having power good old bucky yeah yeah i think that would have to be it for me
1: yeah that's a good one because you're right it, it does set up the rest of the movie where it there's no power um and you know obviously the dark that's that's a huge thing from back in there um one one more thing before we close out what did you think about the scene where there was like a bunch of michael myers lookalikes now here's my thing this guy just killed somebody 10 years ago how are they selling his costumes like what so what they're they're making money off of criminals like you i don't do you think there's someone right now a walmart executive Thinking like, hey, you know what, let's let's think about a, a serial criminal and let, like let's just make. Ma- oh, you know what, let's just order a bunch of Bill Cosby masks and start selling them. What what was the thinking behind that, you think? Why did everyone have masks? Where did they get them? Well, the thing
0: the thing is, you know, people don't give a damn. Uh, well, and that's nowadays. I can absolutely see that happening nowadays. Now, back then, this was the 80s. I don't know if I could see it being a thing then, but now I, I would I would not be surprised if this Halloween there are a lot of people dressed as Bill Cosby. I just wouldn't People don't care. <laughs> The te- teenagers you do know not what? You're care. You're right,
1: bro. You are absolutely right. What? No, you're 100 percent right. I could see that. I could see that. I could see guys walking around with like a nice sweater, like from like Bill Cosby's nice sweaters, and maybe like some pills with like a nice girl by their side. I could see that. I could. You're absolutely right. I could see that.
0: So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It just doesn't. And it was not like it's a, it was adults. I think adults would have more tact. But like, you got to think. So, teenagers. Let's say. Let's say they're. Between the ages of of thirteen and seventeen, um, so whether well, the murders happened ten years prior, so let's say that would have been three and seven. Like at that point, it would just be like, hey, yeah, my parents are spooked about this Michael Myers guy. I'm gonna go as that as Halloween. That's
1: scary, right? Like teenagers are dumb, but like the killings happened in your own city. It wasn't like, oh, this happened in like California or what. It happened in your own town, bro.
0: I I I default that to everything. Teenagers are dumb people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could go for that. What about the mask? They had a when they were in the uh when they were in the school, r- randomly Michael Myers has a pink face and blonde hair. Did you catch that? I, I I really I almost completely missed it. So so what are, what happened was they they tried to as as we didn't really talk about the mask either, but this mask is clearly not the same mask from 1 and 2. And uh, they bought another mask. They tried to kind of get it to, to fit what 1 and 2 was. It, it, that was not there. They had about six different masks. But the scene where they're in the school, that mask was not even close to being like anything. It, the face was pink and Michael Myers was actually blonde. It was like the Beach Boy version of Michael Myers. And I guess because of budgeting, they couldn't reshoot it. So they just said, fuck it. We're going to leave it in. Wow. Um, PCP, Michael Myers. (laughs) There you go. And, uh, the last thing, all the kill count. So would you like to guess what the kill count was? 12. Uh, close. It's 18. Now I I do want to say that 18 does not include, um, the dog Sunday it doesn't include Darlene Carruthers because we're going to talk about that in a couple minutes why it doesn't include Darlene Carruthers Darlene Carruthers was the mother of uh, Rachel that we saw at the end that Jamie was was allegedly about to stab and it, it also doesn't include I know some people include Lori and Lori's husband apparently they died in a car accident which is just you know whatever but I'm not including any of those any of those deaths in this number so yeah it was 18 kills um, more kills than Halloween 1 and 2 combined um I think Halloween 1 and 2 yeah I think no, 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 that's not. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I think so. I think Halloween one and two combined was like fifteen or sixteen kills.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, hey, anything left to say on Halloween four? No. All right, we're not gonna thick. take a we're gonna take a brief break, and we'll be back to discuss Halloween five. And Lord have mercy, be prepared for these takes because they're coming in hot and heavy. <laughs> Sheriff, they want you down at the cemetery. Today in the cemetery, somebody dug up a coffin. For the coffin of a nine-year-old girl. When are they going to realize that she is not him, she's just a child?
1: They know that Michael Myers is her uncle,
0: and that she attacked her stepmother, that's why they fear her. Especially on Halloween. You're afraid. You're afraid the whole thing might start to happen again.
1: How many people did he kill last year? Have you forgotten? But you never looked into his face, did you? You never saw his eyes. You never saw that nothing no expression blank
0: my memory goes back 12 years i prayed that he would burn in hell but in my heart
1: i knew that hell would not have him michael Myers is outside
0: the national guard will take him to a maximum security facility where he'll stay till the day he dies never die, <sighs> well, unfortunately, we have to talk about this next one uh, i i didn't didn't I say the texts were gonna be hot and hard in this one.
1: I'm sure they're gonna be coming in hot and heavy. I have to say though easily, easily the best freaking movie of this Halloween series. I've been waiting for this one for so long I cannot wait to jump into it. What are you are you smoking crack? No, I'm just kidding, oh, okay. So we pick
0: up right where the other one left off. And th- for some reason, I, I don't know what it was. And maybe this is just my twisted sense of humor. But wasn't it something funny about just seeing Michael like being swept out by water? Like
1: just seeing him like I don't I cracked up laughing. I couldn't help. Well, it. literally, I, I started having flashbacks of my childhood. Um, This is a this is a JB at probably the age of about eight or nine in pennsylvania on sesame's place in the lazy river because literally that's what he looked he's just laying down floating across literally like he's in the lazy river just chilling all he needed was like a, a freaking drink in his hand and, and he was all good <laughs> like i'm just watching this and
0: i'm like this can't be like a scene like i feel like somebody just threw this in how the hell did this make the take like it they could have just I, showed him washed up by the
1: hermit. Like I, I don't, I don't get it. I feel like if there was to be a Halloween spoof, this scene would have been part of the spoof. I kept thinking that.
0: <laughs> you know how um like that meme with uh Professor Snape from uh from uh Harry Potter is, and he's like, uh, my body is ready, and he's like falling over or whatever. That's what this this should be replaced with this, because it's just <laughs> like and then so to to even start this off like the mask like um it looked terrible in this movie like i don't know what it was it, it, it this couldn't be the same mask from the original movie like it or even the one before like i it just it looked terrible it had like no features at all it didn't look scary
1: like something just looked off about it but maybe that's just me did you pick up on that too I did. From the beginning, I picked up on it. And if it seems like with each movie that goes forward, the mask is just getting worse and worse. The eyes look a little bit wider. Um, unless if I'm wrong, I feel like the neck is being more showed. Before, the neck wasn't really that showed. Right? It just feels like the neck is just hanging. And, um, yeah, I mean, apparently I also read what, while reading up on the on the movie, uh, the actor who played Michael Myers, I guess he, Don Pleasance, who's Dr. Loomis, accidentally hit him and broke his nose so i think they had to like kind of paper mache the nose section of the mask i don't know i guess it was a so i don't know the 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 the, the mask just looked like shit which which actually worked really good because the rest of the movie is shit as well so it fits in perfectly
0: it i i guess when you look at it there is some some very good symmetry to it um but so we 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 get michael being washed up uh he winds up in this hermit's I don't even know what to call it, like Shaq. The first thing he tries to do is choke the hermit. He passes out. The hermit apparently nurses him back to health over the course of a year. And this this is both of our white girl moment. For this episode, because it's like, if if the first thing you do when some when you meet someone is a they try to choke you, b they're wearing a mask from notorious murders in the town nearest you. I don't care if you are a hermit; I'm pretty sure you heard of of the Michael Myers Haddonfield murders. What was going through this guy's head, JB? And th- is this also your white girl moment of the film?
1: One hundred percent. Uh, white girl moment of the film, and let let's say for argument's sake, he he's a hermit, he's on the outskirts, he doesn't even know who Michael Myers is. Forget that fact. Like you said, he's wearing a mask. In the first five seconds of meeting the guy, he tried to choke and kill him. At least, okay, you want to be a good citizen, fine. You want to you want to nurse him back to health again, fine. But won't you at least try to restrain him some uh, somehow? But no, he just let he just let him be, and and uh, he got what he got. So how was he keeping him alive
0: during, in this coma for a year? Like, I, obviously he wasn't eating. I'm sure he didn't have any feeding tubes around. Um, I don't know, JB. You're you're you're. Make sense of this for me?
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe the guy was just lonely. He wanted some. I mean, he had a parrot, and maybe this was like another thing he wanted to have. Uh, or um. You know, maybe it was something even darker than that. God knows what happened. Maybe, you know, God knows what he did to Michael while Michael was asleep. <laughs> I mean <laughs> there's, a, there's a bunch of different things that could I mean, we don't know what this guy's up about. I mean, you know, could be anything. <laughs> wow. Who, Just wow. Who's a real villain? <laughs> about to get dateline to how to catch a predator type shit.
0: Oh man. So you know what? So so maybe maybe that's the way to look at it. Maybe we're, he's the hero of this movie. So he killed a rapist from the from the beginning, someone who was holding him against his will. His niece is being held in the boys and girls home. She's not able to talk. So he's trying to rescue her. I mean, throughout this whole movie, he's trying to get to her. Maybe that's the way to look at this movie. Maybe Michael Myers is actually the hero of this movie.
1: You know what? I I absolutely agree with you. Michael Myers is a goddamn hero.
0: Too bad he couldn't save us from this bullshit-ass movie. but um, <laughs> So we cut to Jamie Lloyd, um, who's been rendered mute since the events of the previous film. Have you ever went through something so traumatic that you just lost your ability to talk, JB?
1: Yes, about mm, two minutes after I saw this movie.
0: Okay, well, oh, hey, I I, 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 I can't argue that at all. That makes perfect perfect sense um so over the over the course we get established that there's some type of link between jamie and michael as she sees uh i don't know if it's a premonition or what to call it of jamie I mean, i'm sorry of uh of michael killing jamie's sister rachel um from the previous film as well and i like how this whole scene plays out and i will say that this set up the creeps um in a way that the rest of the film just didn't follow it up but the way that he kind of shows up takes the dog out walks around the house, like all that, I thought that that was very effective. What about you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think they went back went back to the basics where it's that stalkery type of, of Michael Myers, and it's slow and methodical, just like we talked about um, in the last episode. So I think they went back to the roots there, and it worked. And, and don't get me wrong. I know we're making fun of this movie and, and how shit it was, but there are small – Very small and few parts that were actually good. A couple other we'll get into later on, Um, bits and pieces that were good. You know, not not the entire hour and thirty seven minutes was shit. There were some highlights, and this was one of those highlights. Yeah, and like I said, I think this this was.
0: Almost I wouldn't say perfect, but in this movie for the the rest of it is. I mean, this has to be held up because it was it was very creepy and it set the tone and everything else. But uh, fortunately the rest of this did not follow up. So um, after the premonition, uh, we get Donald Pleasance again uh, as Dr. Loomis, who makes a call to Rachel. Everything goes fine. The cops show up. They take a look around the house. Everything's cool. Copacetic. The dog comes running back at the perfect time and Rachel goes back into the house. Um, We see Michael Myers kind of creepily pop up. Now, g- to go back, to go back, didn't when the dog came back running into the scene, the dog did have the mask in his mouth, right? Or
1: was was I tripping? Well, no, I probably tripping because I thought the dog had like a squirrel or something in its mouth. So I, I I don't think it was a mask, but it looked like something was in that mask uh, was in the dog's mouth. Also, I just wanted to rewind to one particular part. I don't know if you recall this when when Jamie kind of. um, snapped out of her premonition, as you call it. And the nurse was there. The nurse. Do you remember what the nurse said to her? No. The nurse said, do you want me to call your mom? Is it the mom that's dead or is it the mom that she tried to kill? Which 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 mom is it?
0: Uh, Well, I would hope that it's not the deceased.
1: Well, is it the mom that she tried to kill? Like, no, don't bring up the mom to this girl. This girl had had very two tragic moments with both both her biological and her foster mom. The mom is the last thing she needs right now. Just kill her yeah just, exactly just just kill
0: the bitch <laughs> all right so um that's kind of the first scene overall the first that's probably like the first 30 minutes of the movie but um
1: we're gonna go back into uh the the next set so how do you feel about rachel dying so early in the movie being that she's a, a character that survived part four and they killed her off so early in the next one oh well, i like it i think like i said i think this
0: whole outside of the hermit thing like, if this would have been the start of the movie, let's take away the whole hermit scene, everything. I feel like this would have been, honestly, and I know you joked about it, this probably would have been. The most effective opening to a Halloween movie since the first one. me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I can get on board with that. Absolutely. Well, the, this this idea for this movie wasn't the original idea. And we've talked about that in prior Halloweens. Uh, the original idea that they had come up with was actually having Jamie be the killer. And Daniel Harris, who plays Jamie, was more than willing to do that. Either be the killer, the, the main killer, or have her be sort of a sidekick, to to uh to michael myers but of course the producer mustafa akad wasn't having that he was like no we need more michael we need more michael only michael and that's what we got not only that they started shooting the film and the script was not even complete so they were kind of making things up as they go for example later on we're going to talk about about the guy the man in the black they call him that was something they added in at like halfway into the movie Akkad was like okay just add this guy in so he can kind of tie up loose ends and no one had any idea including akad where they're going with him they figured after the movie's over they'll figure it out for the next one. Oh
0: my god and so the the man in black he pops up in what it's like three scenes it's not not a lot maybe i missed him in a couple of other ones but I, I distinctly remember him in three scenes and it just it felt like parts of another movie thrown into this movie
1: I agree. You remember, like, back in the day when you used to, like, record stuff on VHS and then you would, like, record over it? It's like, oh, you're watching one thing and then something comes out of nowhere and you're like, wait, what's that? That's what it felt like. But based on the backstory now that that, that we know it was just thrown in, it's clear and evident that those things were just basically thrown in. It looks, it looks that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we move on. Um, Rachel's friend, I believe it's Tina, right? Yes. Shows up later on. And at uh, Rachel's house, looks around. She's not there. I don't like it was weird. But were they were they roommates? Were they sharing that house? Or was Tina? Did Tina have? Oh, no. She pulled the key off the um the, the hidden key off the top of the door. But it's still weird that she would show up, not see her friend anywhere around and just like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and go get ready for this party.
1: Yeah, well, that's like a running theme. And how we saw in the other Halloween movie, the, the guy and the girl went in the house without their friend being there. And they started having sex in the, in the room without their friend even being home. So, apparently, no one gives a damn about anyone's private space.
0: That's more more of that uh, Halloween, tro- I mean, uh, horror movie tropes. I just I don't understand it. Because, um, look, JB, me, you're are friends, we're close, we're brothers. You're not just showing up in my house, brother. I'm just letting you know that right now. What, what do you mean? I thought you said I'm always welcome. You are, as long as you call ahead first.
1: So, I can't just bring my, my girl there and do my thing and... You know? No?
0: As long as you clean up, I
1: guess. (laughs) I'm sure your wife will be totally, totally happy with that.
0: No, but still, we can work that out. That's fine. (laughs) 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 But, um, so, she goes to the leaves with her boyfriend, Mike, I believe. Um, and So, this Halloween party is at a farm, which honestly seems pretty fun. I thought this was going to set up, be another good scene to set it up but it wasn't this whole like farm scene is just a bunch of idiots like so we get this person in this fake michael myers mask the police see acts like he's about to stab i believe that was tina and the cops are kind of just like walking up slow like oh yeah what are
1: you doing like at that point she would already been dead exactly that was they were wait but i think when we first saw these cops and i don't know if you caught this or not and i don't know who the hell past this and agreed to do this but when we first saw these two cops did you hear there was like a little bit of a um, what's the word I'm looking for kind of like a clowny theme it was something like out of a cartoon did you catch that at all
0: oh yeah out, out, out of Rachel's house
1: yeah so it's I don't know if, they, if that was meant to make them look like idiots but I felt like it totally took away from the movie this is supposed to be like a horror movie it's supposed to be a suspenseful thriller um, you know into it and then out of the random you hear like some clown noises it was just it was just out of left field
0: idiots uh the e- the editing in this movie is so fucking piss poor uh nonetheless
1: they, they should have had you edit that's what they should have did
0: precisely precisely uh but um, you would have
1: been like you would have been like what two
0: what uh, three almost three i would have been three in that december
1: and you would have still bossed the bitches
0: <laughs> so um we we have both of our uh our kills of the night in, along this whole barn party scene. Uh do you want to get into yours first JB?
1: Uh yeah, sure. My, mine was actually a little bit before th- all this barn activity started happening. It was actually Mikey, who is Tina's uh boyfriend, the douchebag boyfriend with the muscle car and the the the, the look like. Um he got clawed by Michael Myers and then he started kind of like spazzing out a little bit. Um I, yeah, I thought this was this was For me, this was the best kill of the night. What about yours?
0: Mine was definitely Spitz being impaled with the pitchfork. (laughs) Um, Mid-stroke. That was, listen, you know, and you made the joke that Michael lets people finish. Not in this movie. You know, he's like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of these fucking teenagers and all this sex. And just mid-stroke. Right after you put on the condom. Mid-stroke.
1: That's you just literally said a key component. All the times Michael has allowed people to finish, he's allowed them to finish. The one mistake Spitz did was try to use a condom. Michael was not having that. And that's why he had to die. (laughs) All the other people he let finish didn't use a condom. This is what happens when you when you have safe sex, you die.
0: (laughs) Well, fair enough. Fair enough. That's funny. Um, so then we, we get, uh, we get Spitz dying. We also get, uh, who was the, the, the lady that Spitz was with Sam? Sammy. Yeah. Sam, Sammy gets killed as well. Um, we get Tina getting stabbed. Th- there's just a lot of murders that I think happen in, in like a kid, like we go a long time without, it's really Michael's murder after Rachel's. I can't remember if there's another one between them, but then we go quite a while without one and then we get them all like back to back to back.
1: Yeah, yeah, it comes kind of comes in a flurry, but just to, to talk a little bit about Tina, is she like one of the most – or is it just me? Is she like one of the most annoying characters ever in the Halloween series, or was it just me? Why did they focus – like I would have much rather – had
0: as much as i i applaud that first scene i would have much rather him show up at rachel's house tina be there and she get murdered and then we follow rachel the rest of the movie because yes tina's, tina's a horrible actress
1: she's terrible N- not only is that but what you just said makes the most sense who gives a shit about tina how could i i want to know how did how did uh, jamie and tina's relationship become so tight i mean this is jamie's foster sister's friend and uh how did they become so tight in less in a, or in a year or maybe less than a year? I I, I didn't understand that. I think the story would have better been served, like you said, have that be Rachel and have Tina die early on. But hey, I don't know. Maybe she banged one of the directors or something. One of the producers, who knows? It was the
0: '80s in Hollywood. Was Harvey Weinstein involved in this? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking. Um, Maybe Robin so, Polanski. <laughs> so over the course of this, Jamie somehow discovers – rediscovers her ability to talk. And I think it's it's crazy how the little boy uh, – and I forgot his name – helps her. And he's like, well, I know where they went. And they're just Billy? going – Yeah, Billy. They're just going through the town, hiding in trees, dodging the cops. Like these two little bastards just know exactly what they're doing. This is why kids can't be trusted.
1: Exactly. Now here's another um, uh, another fact here. Billy, at one point, Michael Myers was was kind of trying to chase down Billy with the car. Do you remember that scene? Mm-hmm. According to what we saw, or at least what I thought, was it looks like Billy got away, but apparently in the it, what really happened was Billy actually got hit by the car and died. But for some reason, they never—I guess it didn't make the—you know—it didn't make it the the final edit, so they edited that part out. But um, oh, because they, they wanted to cut it out because they didn't want to show a, like a kid dying on screen. And actually, this movie originally got an X rating, um, which is very far from all the other Halloweens that came out. The other Halloweens you, you, we always hear about them having to reshoot and add more blood and guts and gore. This one they actually had to pull back because it it got initially got an X rating. Um, also, um, some other scenes like we you know we're gonna talk about a little bit later, like with Jamie, um. They did like some really intense stuff, which we'll we'll get into a little bit later. But yeah, I thought uh, I thought the, the thing with Billy and 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 uh, Jamie was interesting. But yeah, I just wanted to point out he actually dies in the film, but they never show it. All right. So what what did you think? And we kind of
0: skipped over because Dr. Loomis, while in this movie and has a, a some scenes, he's really not. I would I would have loved to see like a a, a number of screen time. that He was actually on screen because I feel like he. A, he didn't really do much. I feel like he had maybe a total of like eight lines of dialogue in this movie, but we didn't get really? to see too much of him. Like, I, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm just, maybe, th- don't get me wrong. I hated this movie. So that may have taken me out of some of it. And I hated, Dr. Loomis's acting has got progressively worse in every
1: movie in this series. I, well, I felt like he was in this movie a lot or what felt like a lot, but I don't know what, I don't know what he was doing or if he, if this was part of the actor, he was just doing eight balls or something before they, they they hit they hit action but holy shit i felt bad for jamie and, and forget about jamie i felt bad for the the actress danielle harris because he was going in on her he was like yelling at her face and like grabbing her and like tell me tell me and like holy shit like you're supposed to be like this 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 child psychologist or and you're supposed to, to, to calm these kids and she he was going crazy with this kid well, yeah, and then he uses
0: her to lure Michael back into the childhood <laughs> home. Um, w- in what world is that smart? Like, I, I don't know. What did What did you think about Doctor Loomis using Jamie to get Michael to come back to the home?
1: Yeah, that was that was. Cr- I mean, eventually, obviously, we saw what happened, so it was kind of smart. But holy shit, what what that was the best he could have did? Use a nine year old as bait. Also, Doctor Loomis really really loves his job. I mean, he's been doing like. I, he's off the clock right now. He's on some crazy-ass overtime or, or something because why does he care so much about all of this? Is Michael his only patient? Does not he have other, other shit to do? And also, I kept on wondering, this town of Haddonfield, and I know I'm probably going way overboard, overthinking this shit, but you know what's happened several times in this town. Wouldn't it be best around Halloween time, at least for the 24 to 48 hours, everyone just get the fuck out of Haddonfield. Well, especially because this one, like I can understand
0: because between from two to four, it was a what 10 year gap. Right. Right. So I can understand. Right. I can understand then like Halloween being back in town, trying to forget it. But this movie is literally a year later. So uh, prior to this, like 10 people had gotten murdered in your in your city in Halloween like why would you just everyone just be back out part and why are people still dressed up as Michael
1: Myers like it just I, yeah how is that okay I don't know man kids are dicks <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's true and uh, yeah I just did I kept on thinking that the entire time like why are you even in that you know it's very simple to, to um and it seems like after Halloween Michael Myers is going to a comatose state for the next year so it's really simple to to get away from Michael Myers just avoid him until Halloween's over and you're in the clear for the next year it's very it's a really simple formula that these people haven't unfortunately been able to figure out or get this you move Jamie out of Haddonfield why is she still here? Exactly. That's another thing. Why is she? St- yeah, you're right. Why is she still in Addenfield?
0: These are the days before the internet. This is the days before social media. If they would have moved her, let's say, New York, there would have been no way Michael Myers would have found her. No way.
1: Well, I disagree because Michael Myers apparently has some crazy ass GPS. He can find anybody anywhere at any time whether it's on foot or on, or on car i kept on wondering like how the fuck is he finding all these places and i, I, I like how does he know this it, like he must have some kind of internal gps system
0: well there you go or, or,
1: or on star some shit
0: <laughs> so you um you before you talked about a lot of the stuff going on with jamie you want to go ahead and talk about that
1: yeah well um one of the things i would really want to talk about and for me this is the the best scene or, or at least for me in the movie, it was really suspenseful, and I, I I don't know if I'm jumping ahead if this is what you're looking for. But it's the scene when she's in the uh, – what, what was that, the, like the, the garbage chute? I don't know if that was a garbage chute or what that was. It's a laundry chute. It's a laundry chute. Yeah. When she was in that laundry chute, that was an amazing scene. I felt like it was very suspenseful. He's trying to stab her. Um, actually, the, in real life, he was us- using a knife in real life. And um, so that was ver- a very dangerous scene. Um, obviously, he didn't he didn't get her. But um, in the original movie, he actually stab- in the movie Michael Myers actually stabs Jamie in the leg. She doesn't die or anything. But they they edited that part out again because they didn't want any 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 kind of major thing to happen to any of the children on screen. So um, I, I just thought it was a really well shot. Scene, um, from the beginning of that scene all the way to the end, where like you know she's at the bottom and just her her shrieks and her yells, you can kind of hear the the fear and it was just done really well what do you what do you think what about that scene for you
0: yeah no no i i do too and like i said this as much as this movie is horrible it's not it's it has some good moments in it it's just how everything strings together is where like it just completely falls apart and some of the stuff that was tacked on but it has some great imagery like being could you imagine like the the whole idea of being stuck in a laundry chute while someone's stabbing through it like it that's terrifying so it's a good scene but i don't know man it's just, it's just something overall about this movie that it's just like a layer of shit just was placed on top of everything
1: what i think too the uh, fluidity wasn't there it it didn't flow properly like from one scene okay boom there's this then boom there's that it just felt like a bunch of stuff just kind of put together and um you could tell that this was kind of rushed and, and they didn't really know what they were doing. And, and it's true. That's what was happening in real life. I mean, they were shooting and filming before the script was even done. So it was kind of everything was kind of on the fly. And, you know, it's apparent when we're watching this. Absolutely. So we get
0: um we get to the final scene and that is of well, not the final scene, but towards the end with Michael and Jamie about to kill Jamie. And when she starts talking to him, gets him to take off his mask in what? In what world does a killer who's been through so like, explain to me how that happened. Explain to me why Michael took off his mask for Jamie.
1: Actually, I I kind of, I kind of, I, I, okay, I see why he took off the mask. I don't agree with it. The reason why I think he took off the mask, you have to remember, this is Michael Myers' niece, blood. This is his blood. And... From the moment she kind of called him uncle and, and in, in a sort of an endearing way, it kind of caught him off guard because he was about to kill her. And then he she said uncle. And then obviously, idiotically, she followed up with Boogeyman. But he stopped himself. And, uh, you know, she kind of like showed that she cared for him. And that, like, we saw that from Dr. Loomis throughout some of the movies, but his was more in a professional manner. With with Jamie, it looked 100% genuine, and I think that resonates with Michael Myers. Like, okay, this is my niece. She called me uncle. She cares for me. She says she wants to see me. So he's going to. He's caught up in the moment. He takes off his mask, and she says, "Oh, you're like me." Now that's that's the psychology part of it. At least that's where I think. Me as a fan watching this, this the the one thing they should never do in any of these types of movies is take out the mask. Unless if it's gonna be something totally horrific we're seeing. It didn't look his face did not look horrific. it didn't look like anything. So I don't think they should have unmasked him. They should have probably made him go to unmask and then stop himself and then go crazy like he did. But um what are your thoughts on this? Do you think they made the right move by unmasking him, or would you have liked to not see that or I I would like to have
0: never seen never seen him unmask. Um but I understand why they did it. That, that so they're Hayes, the the viewer, I I completely hate the decision, but the creative, my creative mind, I understand what they wanted to go with it. It's it's something they wanted to humanize him in that moment, and you can't really do that with the mask on, if that makes sense. Um, right. so if that's what they were going for. I understand why they did it. Um, and then immediately following that up with uh Doctor Loomis using the the tranquilizer gun on him and beating him with a wooden plank, and then Loomis has a stroke. So he suffered from performance anxiety.
1: <laughs> I was thinking that. And here's the crazy part. You know, uh, I, again, I'm going to talk about originally what was supposed to happen. When he has that stroke and, and dies and passes, and you know, dies on top of or quote unquote dies on top of Michael Myers, you know, that was supposed to be the death of, of Dr. Loomis. Right. But then obviously we know they bring him back again. And, you know, it started getting me to think. And I wonder if they mimicked this Dr. Loomis thing and they copied it. I'm sure you've seen all the Scream movies, correct? Of course. Do you, don't you notice like at on every one of them, Dewey is in some sort of situation where he – oh, yeah, he's definitely dead. But then at the end, he, he may come to find out he's actually alive. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's the same thing. I don't know if they mimic this after Loomis or it's just a coincidence, but – yeah, I mean, Loomis is supposed to die, and obviously we're going to find out he does not die, but that was interesting. What do you think about the, the tranquilizers? Do you think that was a smart—if You can't, if you can't kill him, at least you can knock him out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was smart. Um, I still think that—I I w- would have just kept shooting him with him because you know how, like, too many tranquilizers can kill you? Just keep right. shooting him until he dies. Like, make sure he sleeps for days, if not dies completely.
1: Well, if you want to kill him, he's already like locked up. Like, you know, he's he's on this measure, this this chain fence or whatever it is. Why not like get like a saw and just saw off his head? And that's it. That's the end of everything.
0: Because it makes too much sense. You can't make a sequel with the sawed off head or can you? Because they do do it later on in the series. Exactly. (laughs) But so the end of this movie, we get Michael locked up. They say he's going to a maximum security prison and he's going to remain there until the day he dies. Jamie says he'll never die. And as she's being escorted out to be taken home, the man in black arrives, kills all the police officers and Michael Myers, cell is empty. And that leads us to the next film, which is a complete and total just bastardization of this whole series. But what did you think about this? indie?
1: <laughs> so I have a couple thoughts. Number one, Okay, Michael, at this point is is under under the cops now. Why did they leave the mask on? Shouldn't they have like taken that in for like evidence or or at least ta- he's under custody right now. That, it's weird they left him on. Also, I didn't like the imagery of seeing Michael Myers on his knees and like playing with the chain. Like I don't know, it just didn't fit his character. Number two, the 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 cop that had Jamie outside. I don't care what the hell is happening in that building. Your sole purpose is to protect that child who's gone through so much shit in the last two years. He hears shit going on. He tells her to wait right there. If I, I was him, I would get in the car. I would take her to safety. If I And I would call for backup. And, or if I have to come back, come back but he decides to go back inside obviously he dies and um we see Jamie like you said the the cell is empty and you know the man in black has saved Michael Myers and and we're we're on to the next one so um i have to say though this this movie with all the jokes we've made i was really 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 impressed with with Jamie Daniel Harris's acting i think by far she was the best actor in this our uh, actress in this movie and probably if i think about it she was probably the better actress in part 4 as well.
0: Hmm. You know what you're you're right. I think you're right. I think i would have to agree with that.
1: So what 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 happens from here? We know what happens obviously in real life but put yourself in the movie. You're Jamie. This guy has just escaped. What do you do now? You're by yourself. You have no one. You're 9 years old. What do you do? Smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that works at, at nine years old why not it's never too early to get started right
0: <laughs> i mean hey you might as well just sit back and just enjoy the fuckery because at that point you know the craziness is coming like what can you do you're nine years old you're helpless so there's not much you can do
1: yeah i i totally agree ah <sighs> so jb what's the kill count of this movie the kill count with this movie was actually i didn't realize but yeah the kill count was actually 20 which is pretty good what do you think about
0: that uh that's that's a, a pretty big
1: count. That's huge. Yeah. Oh, another. Uh, also, this didn't include the dog, Max Stein, but what's this thing with Michael Myers always killing dogs? He's a cat person. Okay. Likes he's his never- pussy. <laughs> Does he? Because I don't know if he's ever had any. We don't know that. We don't know what kind of fucked up childhood this guy has had. <laughs>
0: Oh man, so I guess we need to write it. What we you have rate to? it. What's your rating for this movie? I I guess so. Or is it is it the best movie ever? Is it the worst movie ever? Uh do is it is it a
1: gotta see it? What what is this? I'm gonna uh, I am going to this movie is definitely not the friggin' best movie ever. Um I, I would not ever, ever wish anybody to watch this movie. So I, I gotta say worst movie ever. Yeah, definitely. This is the worst piece of shit ever. Um Ever. Uh, God. Why are we doing this to ourselves?
0: I don't know. I don't know. And then we have another one to do, which uh, the curse may just be a mini soul. Like, I, I don't know if I can
1: bring myself to do a full episode on it. Or, to spare our listeners, why don't we actually do a full episode, but when you do the editing, do it in fast-forward mode. So it's literally like a 30-second episode.
0: There you go. Bam. That's why we pay you the big bucks.
1: We're always looking out for our listeners. That's what it's about. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, it's time to say good night, peace, adios, all that good stuff. But before we do that, we have to leave them with our social media. J.B., you want to give that
1: to him? Yep. I can be reached on Twitter at the P1JB. That's at T-H-E-P-1-J-B. Tweet at me.
0: <laughs> and you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Let's go ahead and leave. And just like Michael Myers. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, JB, I have to t- I, have, I have a secret I have to tell you. Oh yeah, tell me. I'm the man in black. You are? Yeah.
1: The fuck? I thought I thought he was a white guy. And you have dun, dun, really dun. you have really <laughs> fucked up taste in shoes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, it's time to go to sleep. Good night,
1: Pete. Nice. <laughs>